you're now rocking with tdfeverything.tumblr.com. legitimately texted me in a frustration he's like what does mother wolf actually mean like what's that song about he legitimately feels like there's a hidden meaning and then it made me question whether or not i understand the song it's a pretty deep song the words are deep but i was like i just thought it was about a wolf cub that wants to leave well it is but it's about so much more well, they, I hope he listens to this because <laughs> I led him astray. No, it is definitely about the wolf. Man, I really started off on a weird place. Anyway, guys, welcome back to this podcast that everyone knows the name of. Um, we've got a very special guest because we've got a very special thing to talk about. Everybody, Tristan is back. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Great. This, the enthusiasm levels are... Odie looks like she's going to fucking run around the whole time. She doesn't look tired at all. And <laughs> just everyone's energy levels up. Up and ready to go. Uh, what is the movie we're going to do? We, we're talking about Gentleman Broncos. I love this movie. <laughs> we, t- we talked about it on the last episode, and here we are again talking about it and actually going to discuss it. Also, if in case we lose our way, I just want to say ahead of time before the movie starts that... Um, the guy who's like the bus monitor before they go to like writing camp is Raphael in the first Ninja Turtles movie, and Sam Rockwell's also in the first Ninja Turtles movie. So I feel like that must have had to been a thing like at some point where they're like we're casting using that Ninja Turtles movie. Was uh, was the guy just a voice, or he was one of the he's, actual? He's the voice, but with all Ninja Turtle movies, the voices get to be in the movie unless you're Corey Feldman. He did, he doesn't actually appear in the movie, but everyone else actually gets yeah. to play a character. So Raphael is in a cab. When Raphael rolls over the cab, he's the like passenger going, hey, what's going on? Or he doesn't sound like that, but you get the idea. Gotcha. That's a Fine. good idea. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Good. Just going to plug this in for it. Anyways, I really like this movie. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when I, uh, I guess I could record things on my TV thing, and I would record it. Um, and then I would addictively watch films over and over and over again because they were really? one of like the five films I had recorded on this PBR thing. And I watched this literally every day for many months. Huh. I watched it once, did not like it. And then. Uh, this started, but this is the whole start of it. What is happening here? I, I just want to start this movie. There we go. Well, before we start it, you almost tricked me there. We gotta, we, <laughs> you gotta count down. Trick. Yeah, you gotta count down from any number that isn't three while we start off on the uh, Fox Searchlight. Okay. Thing. Let's start now. Yeah, you just any number okay, that six, isn't three. Nice. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. Excellent. I'm just gonna assume that won't show up on the thing, but who cares if it does? It's not like anyone's gonna sue us. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, know. Some liars. Right away, this song. It, there was a show called Cleopatra Twenty Five Twenty Five, which used the same. That well, they changed the words obviously and jazzed it up. But I I just thought that was an original 
composition. It's a really good tune. Yeah, it's a great song, and they get to bring it back again. Yeah, it comes back in the film. Also, this director, Jared Hess, like he did Napoleon Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. So yeah, so it's very in that. uh, And he kind of starts Napoleon Dynamite same, only using food, which I liked. Yeah. But I like this better, actually. More literary. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Everybody who's in this movie is so funny. I'm gonna yeah. The, I I don't think I was ready to enjoy it the first time I saw it. The, that's I guess where I'm coming from here. Well, that's why I watched it every day for a couple <laughs> yeah. of months. Oh, because did you like you liked it right away, or you kind of like it's just it's got it's what I got, and then you you got an appreciation for it. You know what? It's uh, in the words of Jake Mendick, <laughs> it had everything that I was looking for, and it's uh, it this bl- is it blew my face up. <laughs> this is the thing. I the mix of. The mix of music choice, like song choices, and just the humor in this, I was like, this is a Tristan movie through oh, and through. Gosh. There's this no way he would look this. It's so out there. And it's just like really creative stuff. And it's, uh, it, it's an example of how creative one can be and what the, that reflection is. I, I know this is going to really ruin the movie, but I like that it has such a happy ending. Like it's, it's really got the the main character who I don't remember the name of down in the dumps for like the whole movie. Yeah, he's in the dumps. But then he's got that. Well, we'll get to it eventually. But just when he figures out what his mom did, I was just like, that is legitimately touching. I also don't realize. I mean, I don't get how I didn't realize that the first time I saw it. Well, it's a it's a deep, beautiful film. Uh, that is how I would describe the ending. Beautiful. And the picture of his father. <laughs> yeah, I missed that too. <laughs> he was a game warden. <laughs> uh, he. Oh man. I, I guess I should figure out what this character's name is. Yeah, you figure it out. Because I certainly don't know how to pronounce his last name, like the actor's last name. What's the name of the mom? Stifler's mom. Yeah. What's it, what, <laughs> like, like? What's the character name? <laughs> No, Stifler's mom. Uh, she'd probably appreciate some people knowing her real name. Yeah, we'll oh. but uh, Jennifer she's Coolidge. She's yeah, excellent in she's in everything. Those like yes, everything. I've never seen her do something bad other than I'm not a big fan of Two Broke Girls. But like she is great in all those Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, all those mockumentaries. Yeah. She's in Best in Show. She's great. Yeah, the, She's hilarious. That was the example I was going to use, Best in yeah. Show, because that might be my favorite, and then the music one. Uh, Mighty Wind. Mighty Wind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, there, that, that's Josh Pace, or Pice. I don't know how to say his name, but that's oh, yeah, Raphael. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not doing his Raphael voice. No. Oh, man, we really got off track today. All right. You know I also spelt the name wrong before I I got it, which led to a lot of frustration. I was I thought this movie was called Gentleman Bronco. Gentleman there's, Broncos. There's more than one gentleman. Yeah, there's several. It, I guess that's also my fault for pronouncing gentleman and gentleman the same in my head. Just it's all gentlemen. These things happen. Uh, his name's Benjamin. Benji Purvis. Yeah. Benji Purvis. Oh. Little Benji Purvis, he's so wide-eyed, but he's he's a pessimist. He's, I think it hard. You think but, he is? I want to get into this. Well, I mean, he just seems, you know, very the glasses, 
half full and he kind of goes through his life, you know, without the confidence that uh, he needs, you know. Like a lot of that is because he's missing a father figure at home. Mm. Father passed. This woman, who is also in Flight of the Concords, much like uh, Jermaine Clement, just right for, I thought he had to work for it. That was my memory of this movie, but she's just right away into oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah, she's all over it. She does rob him, but like, yeah. you can tell the kernel of her respecting him is there. Um, and then her friend Lonnie. I did remember that name because I was just like that thing he's doing with his face is ridiculous. But it, it's one of those things where like I it started off not funny and then I just got to a point where I'm like this is funny. Like I can't you keep watching. It, you're like, Whoa. Oh, man. I can't help but agree that this is just funny. I think a lot of it is just the once again you can definitely see this in Napoleon Dynamite, but it's just the pacing. Of the yes, movie. it's just the you know. It Odie, you son of a gun. Odie's out of here. She'll be back Later. when she realizes no one is over there. Uh, yeah, it's this is this was it. Well, the second time I watched it, I'm like, look, I like Napoleon Dynamite so much, it's impossible for me to not like this movie, even though I didn't like Nacho Libre. I don't think there's anything that's going to help me to like that movie. But like this movie, <laughs> there, I was just like, <laughs> there's some funny scenes in Nacho Libre. <laughs> yeah, there are. They are. There's funny stuff in it. I just was like, overall, I don't yeah. like this. But like this movie has like they've they've got the right actors like Sam Rockwell and Jermaine Clement like sold it for me the first time around. Then I remembered Jennifer Coolidge was in. I'm like I'm, I have to find a reason to like this movie, and then I did. Yeah, it's uh, pretty hilarious. The thing though that's interesting <laughs> that I'll note here is that when I PVR'd this, I I. I guess I got onto the broadcast a little late. Oh. So I've actually never seen these first words. <laughs> I don't believe, I can't believe no, you. No, just... I swear, I swear. I'll tell you, I'll let you know in the movie where I got up to it. So all this has just been assumed in my mind. If I'm being honest with you, the yeah. only part of this movie that I remember since the beginning was that exchange. Like I, rem- <laughs> I remember the whole, like she, jer- she jerked him for tampon money and then just bought a bunch of stuff that don't involve tampons at all. She's like, oh, can you give me money for tampons? And I'm like, why? That's a, I would never do that. But as you said, he doesn't really have confidence. So he's kind of like, yeah. oh, she's talking to me. I better do it. Yeah. And then she not only buys only herself stuff, but she even says to him, this food is for me and Lonnie. So it's not even like he's able to partake in this food. This is just for them. And she used his money to do that. Look at Lonnie. <laughs> also, the important thing about this is his mom gets there and goes, how much money do you think he'll need? Is $4 enough? And Raphael's like, are you kidding me? He's going to need like $40. And he gave her all the $40 for the snacks. Yeah, well. So he's screwed. Yeah. Anyway. But at least he's talking to a girl. Yeah. And what's Lonnie's deal? Do you think his sexuality doesn't matter? Or that he's got a thing? Because we'll get to it. Later on, there's a character where I'm like, does Lonnie like this guy? <laughs> Think, or is he uh, just like a, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, Lonnie's Lonnie. Lonnie's a hilarious character. And I think that's something that you really, that I have thought about when I'm watching this film. It's really just take each of the characters and say, you know, break down just to the character, like, how hilarious is this person? Yeah. This, <laughs> this moment right here is everything you need to know about this woman who I don't know the name of. Even the actress. But I, I can figure it out. But, like, this whole, can you massage my hand and the amount of, like cream she puts on is disgusting but that's just who she is she's a free spirit 
And she's going to break him out of his comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just look at him. He's so uncomfortable <laughs> with this. I've never seen this before. And then look what look what Lonnie does. What he just knows what to do. This is clearly a thing that's happened before. He's gonna lull her to sleep with his dulcet tones. Like if you couldn't hear what was going on, you'd think, oh, he's trying to kiss her, but no. He just knows what she likes while getting her hands massaged. She she needs those sounds. He's munching on Cheetos. You know how like a lot of people don't like the sound of chewing in mics and stuff? I like it. It's, it's perfectly fine with what? me. What? That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I can't stand it. it you know what? Sometimes I, I tell my girlfriend to, to stop chewing or I go into the other room. You chew- <laughs> <laughs> I No, here's the thing. I like it in, in person. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm down to hear some. But like sometimes on mics it can be soothing. Like if you're listening to a podcast and someone's eating... It depends on what, like, it depends on their like voice. Like a bowl of cereal, like a bowl, like Captain Crunch. I just, yeah, I guess, I guess so. that might get annoying. But you know what it is? I, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and there's it was annoying me. But it's crunchy, because the guy and then was. There's the mushy, and then there's like the more mush. I like the mush sound. Like if someone was eating like macaroni or something. Yeah, that is that's the move. Oh, that's weird. But the guy was trying to talk over it, and it started really pissing me off. So it was like a combination of, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. yeah. She just got right on his bed. Have you seen, you're, gonna, you're still going to tell me when you've okay. actually seen This her. is where I, I started. Oh, okay. Right here, yeah. So, so in your head, like, up until this point, did you think they were just friends always? Or you you could tell. Oh, no, I could tell that, that the, this was yeah, just that a, there's a whole narrative and the thing started. and. <laughs> No. Something had happened, and then they're at this. So this was just like you, like, camp. oh, this this meetup yeah. is like by circumstance. Well, they're at a writing camp, right? Yeah. So that they're sharing each other's, you know, stories, and the fantastic <laughs> part about this, which I like, that's about to happen, is that as soon as you start reading, you yeah, you go into that other. I do appreciate that, and it is <laughs> so well done. I've got to say, though, like, and I, I had this feeling the first time I saw the movie, too. I prefer Jermaine Clement's version of uh, what's his face? <laughs> of Bronco. Yeah, I just like his, like, because he's like a Lonnie style. Uh, <laughs> where it's like, it doesn't matter what his sexuality is, but he's certainly not the, like, man he is, like, yeah. or the archetype of a man he is in this. I quote that character. Every day. <laughs> I swear it, I do. The part about the friendship stones. Oh, yeah. See, but that's, that's from the yeah, tweets. Blow on it. <laughs> and like the way they're like, hee And why does he have herpes? I didn't notice that until now. But, uh, uh, well, because they live in a time of war and disease. Oh, yep. That's in, that's in the movie version yeah, of this. Where he's like, oh, we're from love and I have yeah. many diseases. Uh, I like in this scene where he's like, tell that guy he can eat the corn out of my shit. Eat the corn out of my crap. Or does it, he says crap? Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and just the, the color scheme, too. That's really- I also was taken with the color. <laughs> and then, oh, I swear, I'm going to get a cat, and I'm going to name it Crow League. I'm never getting a cat again. I used to have. I used to live with a cat. It's gone. Was it named Crow League? No, it's named Doc. She was an overall good cat to me, but oh, I don't want another cat because they do stuff like that. Odie is too. She just wants 
human attention too much to bite. Come up. Yeah, there we go. I think one of the things in this film as well, which I think would run true with Napoleon Dynamite, is I don't think there's any swearing in it. They say shit once at the beginning. They do. Oh, yeah. shit. And I thought the shit, <laughs> the shit I thought they said was the you corn out of my shit, yeah. but um, he, it might be Raphael that says shit at the beginning. Okay. And it's very throwaway. It's not like a, they lean into it. It's kind of just, I just thought there was going to be a lot more swearing because of how casually they say shit in that scene. You say shit on your show a lot? On this one, usually if someone asks, I go, fuck, shit, poo. But uh, <laughs> I tend not to swear as much on this podcast. Okay. Well, I, it's not because I, I care. Like I, I just want it, I want it to be as many swears as there are on the album called Subtle But Tasty. Oh, yeah. There's only, uh, there's only two songs with swears on them. However, listening back, I'm like, there's a lot of like uh, mature content. Yeah, is just no explicit swearing. Uh, no, that's not true. I say fuck a couple times. I think. Yeah, no, and on the songs that aren't well, not on the physical copy, but the songs that are marked digitally with ease. Yeah, yeah. There's the f word, but it's barely swearing. I think it's like, and it's it's, it's just emotional. Yeah, th- that's what I was gonna say. It. it it does not betray the emotion of the moment. No, it doesn't. Do you think he's an important person? Absolutely. Look at his scarf. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, do you think like that's like an important actor who was like back in the day, like in Norman Lear shows, but now he's kind of just like, oh, I'll, I'll take your movie. No, this guy probably runs this whole camp. This whole. Oh, you think man. this is like an instance where they just got a person who runs a literary camp? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I'm down. He, <laughs> he's doing, Ronald <laughs> Chevalier. <laughs> he's doing a lot of work with that, with the accent he, and the voice. And I appreciate it. He's so funny. But he's such a dick. He's such a dick. He's so good at it. I, yeah, <laughs> I like returns. I just wasn't ready for him to be a bad guy yet. I like I said earlier. I will literally. I will quote this character as well at least a couple times every day. He's got some quotables. He's got so many. When he's get, when he's telling people the suffixes to use for their character <laughs> names, excellent. Anus. Yeah. Anus. <laughs> you could make it better. And then the woman's like, "So, what do you think about teacup?" He's like, "No." She's like, "I just, I kind of like." Get it. No, because we're not there yet. We'll be there. Soon. All right, fair enough. But yeah, I say that every day, <laughs> every single day. Love this movie. This moment <laughs> I like too. Just his, like, his, his art, like, which is amazing. There were seventy nine covers for. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and then the one that comes to him in a dream. Rupture the moon crust. <laughs> I've got to memo cans. <laughs> his the art he does later in the movie is way like. It's good. Or, like, really good. For star bracelets? Yeah. This, the star, exactly. The star bracelets artwork, I was like, this is legitimately good. I want him to be able to use that. Yeah. Oh, so good. And I think, actually, in that scene, he's listening to a Flight of the Concords song. If it's you certainly, the music, yeah, the music is definitely Flight of the Cor- yeah. Concords. His song in Moana it definitely sounds like a Flight of the Concords song. In which? Moana, the new... Uh, Rock animated movie. I haven't seen that one. I did see it because I'm really into Hamilton right now, not the city. The uh, I was play. in Hamilton today. 
I do like the city. Don't get me wrong. This that's where we met. That's right. But uh, I I like the play by Lin Manuel Miranda, who also wrote Moana, the music for Moana, and he was able to write a song for Jermaine Clement that sounds exactly like a Flight of the Concords song. Also like David Bowie, but more Flight of the Concords doing David Bowie. I bet he could nail that. Yeah, it's a great song. Definitely the standout of the, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, but while they're talking about this, what do we, why don't we talk about this album? Yeah, man. Because the last episode, we were like, oh, there's a song coming out. And I feel like we did yeah. set a date for the album, but it's finally out. So now we don't have to worry about anything. We could just be like, it's out. Go, go get it. Yeah. You can come to me. You can come to Tristan. We've got copies. Yeah. You can or go you can to the just... internet. Yeah, go. Oh, God. Yeah. Where on the internet can they go? You can go. Well, the easiest way to do this is to go to the site tdfeverything.com slash sickwickednasty. There's no here, like, you know, no punctuation, no and, just sickwickednasty. And, uh, all of the ways you can get it online are there. Plus, if you go to Amazon.com, you can get it there. You can get it on HMV, the site, not in the stores. It's, it's, not yet. It is spread out throughout the internet and between the five of us. Okay. Probably. Well, then, if anybody's listening, you should go out and get this immediately. Yeah, please. Stop or listen to this on the way to go. Do yourself... <laughs> A favor. Yes. It's a great gift. Great for kids. Oh, it is right around Except Christmas. Except for two songs, which are... I feel like it. I feel like the song, like yeah. the song, Mother Wolf, is great for kids. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of a song just, about kids, yeah. actually. Just don't let them dwell on the lyrics at a certain point. Well, yeah. Well, hey, if they want to dwell... If they want to dwell, let them dwell. I'm sorry I said that. This is the moment you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, in this scene. <laughs> but we will get back A to this. Drum name <laughs> like Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> I love how down on Nebuchadnezzar he was. Oh, that's original. <laughs> <laughs> he even goes, he goes, oh boy. <laughs> that's something I say every day. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Whenever anything happens, I go, oh, oh boy. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I yeah. It's, it's also. Do you notice that he gets more and more uh, Native American jewelry on him throughout the? Yeah, movie? well, he's a very spiritual guy. He's he's a thief. <laughs> he's a thief. Ron Lonis. Yeah. Broncoho. <laughs> just. You know what? Yeah, you're right about the pacing because I'm looking at this and then, um, you know, yeah. I can't speak it, contrasting it with near the end where he finally is like, you know what? I'm sticking up for myself. And I'm like, they, they earned it. They they took me on that journey and I was like, good for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Teacup. Teacup. This, <laughs> this, this explanation is so good. Like, I'm a troll mother. Yeah. Just giving birth to a litter <laughs> of troll cubs. I'm not thinking, hmm. Teacup. <laughs> and then someone's like, doesn't it have to be like a resource, a natural resource? And I was like, I've never thought about this stuff, but like, I like this moment of just <laughs> everyone saying it's so matter of factly. <laughs> and if I don't believe it, the reader doesn't believe it. <laughs> the vital life giving colostrum. 
<laughs> this guy gets a lot of cut. Like they cut to that guy a lot. He's hilarious looking. He just looks funny. But do you think he like had some lines that they just cut out? I don't know. I think he probably wrote this thing. No. Oh, okay. Well, maybe he knows that. Uh, you know what? I don't know what Jared Hess looks like. That might be Jared Hess. Maybe he helped out. And also, there was other names. IMDb, our sponsor, who totally doesn't sponsor, would let me know, but I don't know where my phone is. Um, okay. Yeah, this... this Let's go back and talk about the album yeah. again? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, get it. It's great. Um, it will blow your face off. And it will the give intro you everything is, you're looking for. You're not going to be betting a dollar you're not spinning be the big spinning wheel. You're going to be spinning the big wheel. You're oh, going to be having a good time. At the at name the, of our at, first track on the album. Yeah, at the front of the stage. Uh, thanks to Jake Mendick for that. Yeah. And for all of his involvement. Uh, years. Yeah, he, he really stuck it out with us. Yeah, stuck it out with a trooper. Very good. And was rewarded by us taking... Something he said that he didn't remember saying and making it the start of the album. Yeah. Which I truly appreciate. That was your idea, right? Like getting the the yeah. audio from the shows. and Yeah, just to create a bit more of a story, a bit more of yes. like an atmosphere. <laughs> I, I completely enjoy it. Yeah. I've listened to it a bunch of times. Because all of our true fans, they enjoy us live. Yeah. Right? So if I could somehow replicate that experience onto the album it would flow a bit better we tricked zintis yeah he he was like wait how did you how did you do it because there's obviously live spits and i was like yeah tristan records the shows and then we take some of the audio he's like ah i was wondering <laughs> how you isolated the mics <laughs> and i was like oh man we got you yeah we got him all right and then the next song is vacation yeah uh, are we, we going to go in order? Because I have a story about Chucks. Remember, I remember last episode, we I was talking about how I don't know where he is. Yeah, we know where Chucks is now. Now we know where yeah, he is. Yeah, Chucks, but... <laughs> Chucks sent me a message. He, oh, he did? Yeah, he sent me a message. And I was just like, hey, thanks for the message, Chucks. All right. Well, we'll keep going. And I'll when I get to the song that he talked about, okay. he did talk about vacation, though. Did he? Yeah. But that was like his, so like he, to his friends, he was like, yeah. Go on vacation with Sick Wicked and Nasty. He legitimately loves the song. It's also the first like real song on the album, but like, yeah, that's well, good that we hit him right away. Well, the idea is that I want you to come away with me and <laughs> fly away and like let's just go somewhere. Yeah, let's go on vacation. This album is like taking a vacation from your humdrum life. Yeah, <laughs> a humdrum name like yeah. Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Get away from Nebuchadnezzar with this album. Um, yeah. It's a lighthearted song. I, I don't know. What do your lyrics mean? It, the lyrics do actually speak to wanting to uh, getting away from the stresses of life. The first verse being more stressful uh, relationship. And then mm. uh, the second verse being just more like stressful. Like, what am I doing with my career type stuff? You got to go on vacation. Yeah, and then just let's go on vacation and not worry about that stuff. <laughs> Remember that time we were in Thailand? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> you gave us a treasure map. Yeah, this is amazing. A treasure map, yeah. yeah, this is amazing. Do you. <laughs> and then you took us to that restaurant where we had amazing red snapper. Oh, the red snapper. Yeah. That was like, it's like a 14 year old boy that made that. <laughs> He's yeah. sitting there at the barbecue. That's so <laughs> good. I've been to that place for red snapper many times. It was so good. Uh, I feel oh. like that's where we met you. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we met you at that place, and then Somewhere. we just went on a whirlwind tour. Did you come to that show? Yeah. Where oh, they locked the door on us? Oh, yeah, it's definitely that. And then, I told, and then I told Joe and that he's like, oh, of course yelling. they did. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was in the bathroom while it was happening. And then when he came oh, out, I was like, oh, God. like, they did the thing they said they weren't going to do. And then he's like, oh, of course they did. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. That was one of the funnest nights of my life. It was a great <laughs> night. It was just like we were rolling like 12 Canadians deep. Yeah. Uh, a big team. In the underbelly of Thailand, Bangkok. Bangkok, yeah. Hey, did you hear? No. The oh, king? the king died. The yes. King died. Yeah, I did hear. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> they love the king there, and obviously because I was there for that extended period of time, I was like, yeah, I'm... I kind of like the king, too. Yeah. I liked at the Thai movie theaters. We went and saw a couple movies. Yep. They would play, like, the king's anthem at the start and play a little video. Yeah, like a mini documentary about yeah, the king. And exactly. I was like, I like this. But more, I was more like, I'm glad that they have assigned seating. But then when we got back to Canada, there was assigned <laughs> seating, and I was like, all right, fair enough. We caught up to we, ca- we caught up <laughs> to Southeast Asia, because I, I saw my movies in... Vietnam. I saw two movies in Vietnam and then went to uh, Muay Thai. And in Muay Thai, I saw yeah. the documentary that they usually show in movie theaters. Oh, yeah. She's cool, but I don't know what her name is. And I even tried looking on IMDb. Really? Yeah. It's because I, wasn't, I was looking while she was on screen and they probably said her name and that would have been helpful. But she probably is one of those people that doesn't have a picture on IMDb. She's badass. I love but all this, the... yeah, this imagery right here, like the while imagery is about, amazing. It's excellent. I still like it. I like it better as like the the more uh, Fay version in Jemaine uh, Clement. I'll just call him Chevalier. I like Chevalier's take on his character. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the friendship stones one. <laughs> friendship stones. And then I even uh, like the movie version, like when they make the movie, and but then dub over him. Oh, well, th- that's like a whole new layer of it. Yeah. We haven't gotten there yet. No, we have that not. Is, see, and that's what's so funny about this movie, is that it's three separate people's take yeah. on what they... Well, know, on this kid's thing. Think well, this would look like. I, and look, I'm, I'm kind of mad at myself for not liking it the first time. Yeah, the yeah. ship taking off or something. Yeah, it's moving. It really takes you on a vacation vacation what then you i don't know how to say this without sounding weird but the next song is come on yeah it's come on i didn't want to try and do wordplay because then it just sounds sexual that's a good song it's too. not a sexual song it's just one of the i feel like it's got a great energy during the hug you being on that hook makes the song for me yeah your voice a... really elevates the song you know, it's just one of those get up and go. And I think when we've played it live for years, it's always a song we know that we can just tear into and everyone's going to be like, yeah. People do like that song. Oh, boy. You okay? It's the first. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. It's the first one of two songs that I performed with you guys. Yeah. And yeah. now it's really become the staple of the live show in terms of getting people rowdy. To come on. Yeah, <laughs> and then which they do? They do. They really, they come on. They come on each other. They come on each other. They try to come on the stage. A bunch of, a bunch Gavin of stuff comes happens. on the stage. Oh yeah, Gavin yeah. comes all over the stage in the last show. The last show, I don't remember. I know he did uh, make I it Ned rain, was but I don't. Punch him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had to push him off at one point. 
Ned was not having it. Uh, I liked when we did the earlier show at, at the Kajaga show, and he's he was yelling at us to play some Bruce. Yeah, and then we and did then we play a Bruce, Bruce song. Hornsby. Yeah, and it was just like we got you, Bruce Hornsby. And he wouldn't he wouldn't accept it. Yeah, that was a. Um, this next song I do want to say is uh, my grandma. I was surprised at my grandmother's favorite songs, but this one, for obvious reasons, was my uh, God loves the funky artist. God loves the funky artist. She loved it. Did she? Yeah, she was just like okay. this. She's like. This, like this, you guys sound so good, like it's so good. I can't believe it. Like, she's like you did this. Like, is there organs on this? Side? There's <laughs> organs on this. Side. And the, the beginning part was hilarious because I'm like, oh, I do the psalm at the beginning. She's like, who is that? I'm like, I just told you, I that's me. She's like, no, 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 no. That's a lovely voice. Who did that? <laughs> but then when you start singing, then Emma starts singing, and Ned joins in. She's just like, this is this is excellent. This is. <laughs> I can't believe it. like she's like why don't more people know you guys? You need to be on stages. People need to see this, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. We're gonna be on stages. Well, she loved it. That's good. I'm really glad. Yeah, I like that song too. A lot of the uh, yeah. I my, feel like it's the most my parents solid love that on the song. album. Yeah. yeah, I feel like on the album that's the one that like no matter who you are, you're gonna enjoy that. <laughs> Pauline, who is a hater and also my wife. Can't help but sing along to that song and just sing it just in general. You know what? Um, Danielle sings it at home too. Yeah, it's just it's catchy as fuck. It's well put together, and yep. I, I do feel like it's a contender for the strongest song of the album. It's just a great song, get you going. And I've uh, I would very much. <laughs> I, I think we should go Christian radio. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with that. I don't know why I would ever have a problem with it being oh, on the triple radio. Triple Murr. <laughs> yeah, just like South Park. Uh, all right. I really, yeah, I love it. Why? Why is this happening to me? Um, next <laughs> song. This is losing you. My mother-in-law's favorite song. Oh yeah, we would have been talking about this one on the show. That's the one week. we were. That's the one we were like, oh, it's yeah. coming, and then we were trying to be coy, but then I think we just dropped all the pretenses and said, yeah. "It's losing you." It's going to be a song called "Losing You." Yeah. Well, that's a. Um, and of, my former roommate Eric says that's his favorite song as well. That's good. We uh, ended the show with it this year. Yeah, I think that was a wise decision. Yeah, that was I, good. I think it just, especially when you get to the do 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 that part, people yeah. just that hits people the right way, right in the sternum. Yeah, especially right at the end after a big sexy set. Yeah, everybody's sweaty. Everybody, you know, got more than they came for, and <laughs> they certainly. In. Yeah, <laughs> they certainly. She's always got these interesting food things, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, losing kindergarten is next. Kindergarten, just on a personal. That's the favorite. My favorite verse that I do on the album. Yeah, that's by far my favorite song ever. It's I love it so much, and uh, the song in general. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, of all the verses, I feel like that one is the most. That one and Motherwell actually have the most to do with what's going on in yeah. the overall music. Uh, I've got I don't a lot know how to of speak English anymore. When we released that song earlier in the summer, I got tons of feedback. I got feedback from a bunch of teachers that wanted to use it, you know, as like a a writing project or do an nice. example, you know. And I just they say like, "Hey, can you send me the lyrics?" A friend of Emma Harvey's asked me I about like that. Like, the lyrics and all that, and I, I sent her all the lyrics. And- Oh, these are great. So, well, I'm glad then I didn't start my verse the way I wanted to with "We fuck up, commas." Oh fuck! Oh, 
Well, no. that is good. Well, I asked right before I recorded, yeah. and it was made clear to me that that was not going to be the direction. And uh, I, I know we kind of talked about this amongst the boys in the band, but you think it's time for kindergarten to... Oh, go in the vault? Go in the vault? Yeah, sure. Yeah, put in the vault. Especially since it means seven people have to be on stage. Yeah. It's fine. I'm <laughs> fine for that to go into the vault. Hold on. Wait. We got to go to the movie now. Yeah, sure. It's, <laughs> it's a little so interlude. This is, this is the way he's described terrorists, chevaliers, <laughs> like, cyclops, there, moon rover, surveillance doves. <laughs> oh my holy crap! <laughs> I hate those. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> he looks angrier, but just seems nicer. Well, actually, no, he seems like he might. And he's a funny actor too. Sam Rockwell's great, as I no, said. No, 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 that's not Sam Rockwell anymore. Oh, it's Sam Rockwell. No. Oh, it is. That is Sam Rockwell. That's big time Sam Rockwell. Yeah, you're right. No, the I know who you're talking about. He does the movie version. Okay. Mike White. That's his real name. I don't know what his name is in this movie. I no, just know no, he's... no, no, no. I'm not thinking that. Oh, okay. Well, the point is Mike White also does a version of Bronco. Yeah. And I loved his show. <laughs> this is this guy who never gets to talk. What did he find? The genius. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said he knew how to make bombs. <laughs> Tell me your bag of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> the way he eats this, I was like, good, this yeast. is good acting. He's like, <laughs> and just the way he's so calm. He's like, I guess if I put my mind to it, yeah, this is <laughs> this is going well. It's good. not a pure yeast. <laughs> Share some yeast-like properties. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the special effects also yeah. make it so just good. Like the- Fairy dust effect of it. <laughs> well, it's just like you look like you're on some wires in a shit. Yeah. Oh, Vegas I see what you mean. That production. is definitely funny. <laughs> and he's wearing high heels. Is one of the better things. It's so yeah, he funny. is wearing high heels. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Whoopee. <laughs> Whee. Uh... <laughs> look at him. He's. I like it. <laughs> I do like that everyone just across the board likes bronc like uh, yeast. Wolf. So this is the guy you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his guardian angel the guy who brings his snake. The moment the snake takes a shit, I I it took me by surprise <laughs> when I rewatched it. Like I knew it was coming, and I still was like, oh my goodness! Look at his. It's face so gross when yeah. it happens. I will because I, I see everyone else's face. So good, and their house is amazing. Yeah, it doesn't look real. <laughs> Dusty, Dusty. Okay. your new guardian angel. <laughs> it might it might surprise me this time too. You can actually see the snake move at the top a little bit before it happens. Oh, okay. So so just around his hair, you can see it kind of squeeze and then. Oh yeah, there it is. That's so gross. <laughs> look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my Excellent. god! No, I like the use of the. I thought he was going to accidentally swallow it, but I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, but that would have been too much. I like with the with the darts, and he then the cat comes and he puts yeah, it in his like, little thing. He's whatever, like, man. Circle of life. Like, <laughs> like, what's in there? Rat poison. So my poo. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm gonna have to ask you a question when we. Oh yeah, that's where he gets his poo. But I need to. I need to uh, ask you a question when we get to the scene where this comes back. His, or maybe I'll just know when I look at it. Yeah. But, um, I love the way his mom screams. Oh yeah. When this happens. Oh yeah. And the yeah. just the upshot of what happens to her is great. Circle of life. <laughs> oh man. This is I yeah. It's just movie. a fun time at the movies, and not that I saw it in the movie theater. No, but like, I did see uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Her screaming is hilarious. And <laughs> she got like. And now and I he walks away. Yeah. And now I realize why she's making such a show of it. Listen, yeah, this because it sounds this like. No, no, listen. <laughs> But the beginning was like, that sounds like that, um, oh man, that song about like (laughs) rappers Uh, crying. That's what it sounded like. I don't don't remember what that song's called. Tears of a Rapper. I want to change my name to Chevalier. No, man. Tristan Dresler is a great name. Ah, shit. We're not supposed to say last names on this podcast. Chevalier. Except for if you're Bajoni or Odon. Then. It's just a last name. They don't say it's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I just finished the artwork for Star Bracelets. <laughs> I I like Star Bracelets. <laughs> like, but, like they must have we, used different artists. We need to that. write a song. That should be the cover of the next uh, the follow up Sick Wicked and Nasty album. Yeah, called Star, Star Bracelets. Bracelets. <laughs> do you think that's gonna be a thing, or like, do you think we need to contact Jared Hess and be like, Nah, let's just do it. Just do it and see what yeah. happens. See, she's making a big show because it hit her. My Chile uh, insert. <laughs> her fake boob there. Uh, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the sun's just done with it. He's like, all right, nothing happened to you. Uh, this is the first set of good news for him that they yeah. want to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that, they're not good at making movies. Lonnie. Yeah, Lonnie's face, the fact that he committed to that is great. You know, you're never going to catch him slipping. That's just going to be his face. It's perfect. That's not the guy from uh, Napoleon Dynamite, though, right? No, but I believe he was in Nacho Libre. Yeah. One of them has a mm. twin brother mm. who gets killed in Crank. Uh, Jason Statham classic mm. were his name. Is Not too Chev Chelios. Really? What? His name is Chev Chelios. Like Chevrolet Chev Chelios. Chev Chelios. Almost Chris Chelios, but not there quite. Wow. Chris Chelios is pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite defensemen. Mostly because of NHL 94. All right. Uh, Back to the album. Wrong Way on Richmond. Wrong Way on Richmond. Well produced. I love this song. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with it other than I'm pretty sure you can hear me talking at the end. <laughs> just yeah, like, well, once again, and we've played this live tons of times, it, it does come from a true story. comes from a true story, and I'm off stage at that point and can see that the crowd is definitely singing along. Like, it's definitely a crowd yeah. pleaser. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. So once again, we tried to create a bit of a... Live feel. Live feel, a little ambiance, a little bar room. Road I feel like kindergarten and wrong way have a lot of ambience to them because kindergarten actually has kids and yeah, like kindergarten toys. Well, if you uh, listen closely to the switch between track 
ending of track six, kindergarten, and the start of seven, wrong way in Richmond. I'm here, a nice little, nice little treat. Uh, yeah, wrong way on Richmond. By the way, is the number one song on online. It is well, certainly on iTunes. I don't know about the other ones. Really? I don't use anything but iTunes. So okay, I just know that that is the number one. It's actually starred on Apple Music and iTunes when you listen to it. Really? Well, is, yeah. So that's once that's, again. I think it's something. It's also I. I guess I bring it up because you said this is going to be everyone's favorite song and. After the first day it was out, boom, it is surely undeniably everyone's favorite song. Well, yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a community song, yeah. you know. And it's uh, also bluesy, just like yeah. a blues song. And people do like blues. People like blues music. That's what's great about this album. And I think there's that's, something for everyone. Yeah, there's some. You know, if you like the God loves the funky artist, that's great. If you like, you know, kind of cute poppy kindergarten songs. There's really like, like a the blues song with, you know, a bunch yeah. of power solos and stuff. Some rocking out. I always want to call losing you missing you. Yeah. I know it's not that. Anyway. Uh, Joel and I like this uh, Culture Club song called Miss Me Blind. Yeah, you guys were talking about that before. I the... Radio, yeah. It's good. All right. Boy George gonna, is like. I'm going to have to listen to it. Oh, yeah. I think you could do something. You could rap on that. Anyways. Uh, yeah, Mother Wolf. My dad, my dad's conundrum. Uh, oh, yeah, another like favorite of my grandmother's. Really? Likes Mother She's Wolf. quite touched by the words and especially likes when it shifts into overdrive. Yeah. Well. I did not see that coming. I definitely thought that that was going to be one where she's like, oh, that's fine. No, I think Mother She Wolf. wanted me to play it again. And it's the longest song on the album. And she still was like, can you play that one again? I think because it's a, it's a ballad. Yeah. And it starts off just beautifully written and, and conceived chords and, and your first lyrics in there are nice and soft it's a nice even it is nice and soft uh and you want to know why that happened i was there when it happened you know i know you were there when it happened but do the audience does the audience want to know yeah of course yeah let them let them know okay so we had i had originally recorded vocals for this with ned maybe a few times and we just weren't getting it and it just wasn't sounding right i said oh obviously we needed to record this on the night of a full moon because mm. um, it's just like the, the whole mother wolf, you know, the wolf song, the howling and the emotion. I mean, it had to be a full moon, like the gravity of the moon had to literally pull this performance out of me. Got it. Uh, and then we did it that night and recorded a few other things. All those, and it worked. all that extra stuff. And it was a good time, but that's why that song Sounds like that because I sang it, and it's beautiful. I legitimately—that is my favorite song on the album. Yeah, like just overall. And the guitar solos that Ned put in there, resplendent. Resplendent. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Ryan Reynolds just said that on Twitter about something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the second time I've seen it today, okay. heard it. Uh, suggestion. Ooh. Which, if you go on Amazon, is the only track you cannot get a uh, snippet of because it's under 30 seconds. They're giving yeah. the whole song away for free then. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I don't remember this at all. It's his flesh pockets. Yeah. Wow. Um, suggestion. It's just Bajoni well, doing what he does best, getting people 
And I think maybe if we want to even segue for a sec over to the uh, Kajunga show and mm-hmm. talk about Kojo, mm-hmm. Kojo Dampty that played Kojo Easy the Piano Man, our old friend Kojo. Award-winning musician. Award-winning, yeah. yeah. Hamilton Music Award-winning I feel like most artist. people need to recognize that part. Kojo is so good. Anyways, we used to play at shows in a band. Remember K-Sun? Oh, I do remember. You played with us a few times. Or, in front of you, yeah. I, like, I opened for you guys. Um, but he, uh, Kojo at all of our gigs, like, if people weren't <laughs> near the front of the stage... Kojo would like yell at you and like demand that you got to the front of the stage. That's amazing. He's like, all right, all right, all right, everybody come here to the front <laughs> of the stage. I'd be like, yeah, Kojo, you're the man. I'm glad you need someone like that. Yeah. You need, you need um, people to get involved. So I think when we started playing, uh, Brian, I think, you know, I mean, obviously we all wanted people at the front of the stage, but Brian would do it at every show. <laughs> yeah. just be like, <laughs> and you know there actually is another snippet somewhere i think it's right before it's before kindergarten. kindergarten yeah where he's like it's okay it's all right to breach the chairs breach the chairs yeah so but he you know <laughs> so i've got all these different recordings hold on this is great in the movie when he's barfing, barfing. on on the surveillance deer or the i also like the idea where stag, the battle stag like he throws <laughs> it like he's like you said he was good at making bombs and then it just explodes on the guy that was great but this is excellent yeah okay Back to the album. Yeah. Yeah, so Brian just really likes it when there are people at the front of the stage. And there is multiple and, versions and of that. But I think we went with the right one. Oh, I think we pulled I think we pulled five different ones, maybe. Yeah. And we used two. Uh <laughs> I never noticed the makeup stain he leaves. <laughs> I feel like he might like Mike <laughs> or he might like Dusty. He does a breast. Yeah. And then they go back to the, <laughs> He's just not happy about it. <laughs> this movie is so funny. I like the contempt. <laughs> X, the trying to do the stage slap. He smacks his ass instead. That's great. <laughs> Look how upset he is. I I also like the amount of contempt Dusty has for Lonnie. <laughs> Bid down for the Eve. <laughs> uh, uh, this movie is so funny. This oh. I oh. who calls that guy? Just, He's the Sandman. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like uh, he, they never cut back to him, do they? He sneaks in there. Uh, <laughs> all oh. right, last last song of the album. I oh, I wait. Did I get this wrong? I think it might be that my grandmother also likes Vacation because she definitely likes Higher Fire. Yeah, it sounds like your grandmother likes the whole album. She doesn't have any ones where she's like, you can skip that, which she's done on other things I've done. But really? she, I was just surprised at how much she took to this one. Well, I think that's more what I'm getting at. And also, this is Chuck's favorite song. Higher, Higher Fire. Fire. He said it was super lit. Super lit? Yeah. Like on fire. Liddy. Oh, you better believe it's on fire. I told Chucks, you know what? I, I messaged him back and forth. I, I said, Chucks, man, we got to get you up on stage. Chucks. Yes. I like he's, Chucks. he's got a good stage show. I bet he does. I've, I've looked at some of his stuff. Chucks. Just email us. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. We Is Chucks listening to this? No, of course not. Okay. The point being, though. Chucks! <laughs> <laughs> he can hear that, though. <laughs> uh, I'll just tell him about it. 
Yeah, Tell Chuck's And I mean, he came out to the root down that time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which was a really good time. But yeah, it would be great to have him to come out on stage. Yeah. Um, Higher Fryer. Higher Fryer. My favorite song to perform. My favorite song to play on guitar. Yeah. And I like the the recorded version because you get to do the oh, it's true like the echo yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, excellent. This it's a good song. I think what a way to end. Yeah, well, I think especially when we play that, like I just love like the end part, just like rocking out that hard. Just, yeah, exactly. I think when you're on stage rocking out that hard, all the people in the audience, the people right in front of you, like they can, you know, you you have to. The energy bounces right off of, onto I, them. I think we've discussed this on. All the previous podcasts, but I, I know you know, but I, but everybody should know that I read almost exclusively Rockstar autobiographies. That was your first podcast. You brought that up. Yeah, so I'm always digging on some book, some huge Rockstar. Right now, I'm right in the middle of a uh, Bruce Springsteen's hmm. book, and he always just like really talks about you know, and it's funny because you get to know their you know their kind of bit of their personal life and you know kind of how they feel behind the scenes, and it seemed that he was kind of a, a guy that. Because when he was on stage, like it was just magic. It was just all the, as much emotion as I can put into this. This is what the the audience and you know the fans are going to get out of it. I feel like that so if speaks I go up there to and, his yeah, fan exactly. base too. They how much they love him and, he, and and how much they love hard work. Yeah, and I've seen him live a bunch of times, and he was just like he plays for hours and hours. I've never seen him. my aunt loves him. Uh, my grandmother's oh, which daughter is, which is will, great. will just love loves him. I but, do not know that. but yeah, so I'm, I'm into his book. But you get to kind of see him. Behind the scenes, and you know how kind of he likes to be quiet, and he wasn't a big party animal. I listened to this um, podcast called "You Made It Weird" with Pete Holmes, and he was talking about. He might have uh, misattributed the quote to Bruce Springsteen, but he's saying that like Bruce Springsteen says, like, "Hey man, like when you do something big, like a nice show, like you feel good, like go get yourself like an ice cream or something, like like legitimately celebrate the moment. Don't don't let just don't let yeah. that just pass by." Like it's nothing. Like you should, you should recognize when you've done something that makes you happy and yeah. celebrate it. And I was like, that's a good way to be. Yeah. A lot of people like to, you know, defer their happiness. And I was like, that's a, that's a good lesson. How did you feel after the Kajunga show? Well, Pauline left like right away, so I was kind of like, oh, I gotta find her. And then some, <laughs> and then someone made fun of my knapsack at the end. So, so you, like, so you so didn't have like, a very good experience at no, the show. Oh shit! Sorry, no, man. I don't get me wrong. Performing is my favorite thing to do. I was not. I was not in the right headspace that night. But like, I, while we were doing the songs, it was great. Yeah, I had a great time. Beforehand, I was a little off. I don't remember. I think it was a lack of sleep. Odie likes to keep me up at night, and just the general lot. stuff in in life. Because when we were doing, I'm, I'm going to tell you this: when we were doing the uh, first show for parents. I was just like, great, this is one more song uh, closer to being done. Whereas like, when we were doing the show, I was like, oh, this is the only thing keeping me from not feeling like off. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a good time like while we're performing. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I just always wonder. Cause, you know, you see I love the I love being able to stay after. The fact that I had yeah. to leave right away kind of uh, put me off, but... I, I think last year I was wearing my pants were way too tight. So at the end of the show, I was just like, oh, I was feeling really uncomfortable. And, you know, I had to <laughs> like, go outside and toot. And just like, yeah, there you go. Just, yeah, just, just let like, it loose. Well, they're right. Like, so I couldn't party. So I like, you know, I'd sit around and talk to people. Like, oh, oh, like, ah, I got to go to the bathroom. And it was, 
Yeah, oh yeah, you didn't experience. look that happy after last. No, not uh, last show. The show last year. Yeah, no, I, I was, I was all fucked hmm. up and whole guts, like tight pants. Well, let's just hope next <laughs> show, next show we do, everyone's happy after. No, I got the like a spandex now. Oh, and, like stretchy pants. Smart. That's the way to go. Uh, I tried out some leather pants. How did that go? Tight and bright. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they felt very right. Uh, the pan- you know what might have also contributed to me not feeling that good last show. Once again, during performing great, yeah. uh, the before part not so great. I couldn't wear the pants I wanted to wear. They had a hole so in the crotch. Some- ah, you can't be they were like my lucky jeans. Like, it's like my lucky jeans were done for. Are you gonna patch that shit up? No, they're just. They're, I'm still wearing them, just not on stage. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't wear that shit. Nah. Nah. Can't do it. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess that's it. We went through all the songs in yeah, case we people were left hanging. But I feel like you weren't left hanging because I feel like when we said go get the album now, you went online, got yeah. the album, and then you were like, "Oh, I'll probably not be able to listen to this." But like while you were downloading the album, we started talking about the tracks. And you're like, "Oh, what yeah. a boon! Yeah. This is great." Can we talk about any of like the hidden stuff on the in the artwork? Or uh, well, no, I was I explaining. Talk about it. We should just let them know that there's. That like at the back of the album, which you won't be able to find online. <laughs> you have to get a physical copy. We can tell about the back of the album, like that picture and what sure. the significance is. I was explaining to my mom and she legitimately was excited about it. Really? Yeah, she's like, oh my goodness. But then she also just was like, I just like your picture better. I'm like, well, you know us. It's like, no, I just think this is a better picture. Yeah, it's a better picture. Well, and I don't then know, when, I, you... when I told her it wasn't, like it was like, oh, it's just a timed thing. We didn't have a photographer. She's like, you're, you're fucking blowing my face off right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, kidding you kidding me? Well, if she listened to the start of the album, she would have heard Jake say, yeah, this, this album is going to blow that. your face off. Yeah. Well, she's got a signed copy of that. Everyone signed the album. Yeah. Well, Even Nikki, uh, she gets more than she was looking for. Yeah. She, <laughs> she got way more than she was looking for. And the movie now. <laughs> No joking, two weeks ago I saw something like this What's happening, this? but what? it was like a professional production, but it was What's like... this song? Kills me, because I heard it on 80s on 8 series satellite huh. radio on the way up to the cottage, and I lost it. It's a really good song. It's really good. Yeah, I don't know it. It's um, now an that awesome I'm listening. song that plays twice a day on q and <laughs> I don't remember Chevalier's this part. This is him. Doing the cover art for his oh adaptation. man, everyone's got their um, Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> I love this fight scene because you can tell the character Dusty is having a good time, but the actor Mike <laughs> Mike White can't do it. Just can't. Uh, it's so good. We talked over a part that I thought was soul crushing, where he goes. His mom's like, "Can you sell some of my country balls?" Which is just popcorn oh, yeah. stuck together. And then, yeah, and then he like <laughs> he's out, and then he kind of throws it out. Not kind of, he throws it out. Goes into the bank to cash the check. The movie oh, people, and they're like, "Oh, it's postdated till next year. Like, come back in a year, we'll see." <laughs> and, he and he has to fish it out of the garbage. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh boy, <sighs> oh boy, oh boy." <laughs> <laughs> I literally say that every day. I like, I love oh, knowing that. <laughs> Whenever I'm gonna next time we're rehearsing, I'm gonna listen for it to come up just naturally. Well, someone has to do something stupid. I I do <laughs> something stupid like, all the time. It'll happen. Don't worry. Um, 
Oh, we didn't talk about the back of the album. Oh, yeah. I just hinted at it. <laughs> Why a blue <laughs> face-off? When that picture was. Okay. Because. Well, what? Yeah, well, what did you tell her? Oh, I, my dad really likes Rod Stewart. I found out that my mom doesn't much care for him. Oh, I think you told me that. But Your uh, mom doesn't care for your dad or Rod Stewart? The care for <laughs> the fact that he likes Rod Stewart. Okay, that's that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but he's just like, I, he's not the best singer, but he's trying so hard, and I like that. And yeah. I was like, I don't know. I kind of like his voice. I don't know if that's true, but I get what you're saying. Like He, just, yeah. he likes the soul in his voice. Anyway, the point being, uh, we were doing a version of a Faces album cover. That's right. Uh, the Associated with their version of I'm Losing You by The Temptations. Correct. Boom. That's what I told her. And then I brought up the picture. And she's like, what? Also, I just like your picture better. But you like, brought up the Faces picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gave her a side-by-side comparison. That's a good picture. Uh, and then I think there's a little funny thing that the book that i'm holding is rod stewart's autobiography boom boom also <laughs> joel's in his underwear yeah joel is in his underwear he look he looks he like looks the de- most he looks he looks like the most deep but he's in his underwear so it's all it's still whimsical to me he's kind of thinking where have I left my pants? Yep. That's, <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. Or why did I choose this as my uh, yeah. post? Uh, yeah. This, I'm, I'm wearing my spirit necklace. That's good. Like Chevalier. Not in this <laughs> just theme, like, like That Chevalier. is exactly why I do these things. <laughs> <laughs> like, People seriously. didn't think we were going to be able to link this to the movie, and I oh, just no, did we it. To- you totally linked it to the movie. Um, <laughs> this TV interview. It's, Lottie's the best producer I've yeah, ever worked he's with. Just like, he's like, he's, it's written by this guy named Benjamin Purvis, but his story kind of had some issues. <laughs> some issues. I think he says major yeah. issues. <laughs> some preteen amateur circus freak. <laughs> he's just preemptively trying to get on the... I can't. I can't believe how I, I can't even focus on my audiobook narration. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh. That just goes nowhere. That phone call for him. He, at uh, no well, point are they like, "Oh, we're gonna figure this out." Like, I just feel like he just has to keep going. Well, Chevalier's world is about to. Uh, it's gonna implode. Break apart. Yeah. It's... But that's one thing. Like the good guys win in this, and they earn it. And I'm. I'm happy about that. Hmm. The mother makes all the clothes and shit. <laughs> when they go to the premiere, it's, oh yeah, she's just saying that now. Like, what are we gonna wear to premiere? You better believe I'm gonna make it. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? That actress Jennifer Coolidge. I, I listened to an interview with her, probably on uh, what the fuck with Mark Marin. That's the lawyer from It's Always Sunny. He's funny, but I I just like hearing her process and how she's like. I just every role I do, I'm like, I just wish I had like another two minutes to like add. Like she just. It's constantly seeing what she could have done funnier. And I'm like, that's probably a bad way to be overall, but it clearly works for her. Yeah. Every, to, th- to think that she left something on the table is crazy. Well, as a performer, don't you feel sometimes that after Everything I do is impeccable. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, n- yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably times I'm like, ah, oh, this would have been better than this. Yeah. There's always something. Excellent. 
She's got also, <laughs> it just drops right away. <laughs> One bite and it's gone. She's never, she's never getting that back. I used to work at a movie theater. I always wanted to work at a movie theater or an HMV. One of those two was my I, dream job. I worked at a movie theater for like five years. By the end, I was the projectionist. Oh, man. I was a projectionist, man. Good job. I would like to do that. Easy job. Better than cleaning the bathroom. They show too the, much of this in this Cleaning trailer. the theaters was good because... Oh, the theater, but not the bathroom. Yeah, you had to clean the bathroom a bit. That's, that's not for you. No, thank you. We used to work in the concession, my brother. He that would be great. With us. And uh, <laughs> the nacho cheese. We used to... <laughs> oh, did, is that when you could still dispense it yourself, or was it in the individual packs? No, no, you dispense it yourself. Yeah, yeah see, exactly. that's what I like. I think we took one of those jugs home. Like the, <laughs> it was like one chemical away from being considered a plastic or something. Oh yeah, and we would it's take it home really. and put it on everything, man. We would put yeah. it on beef patties. We'd be putting it on just anything. It's like that time that McDonald's was just giving away their McChicken patties and their cheese, and so we took some home. And every sandwich we yeah. made was with McChicken patties and cheese. There was even a couple times I remember. When the uh, bibs, so like the all the cola and shit that's just in big syrups in the bags. Yep. And you hook it up to the system and it runs the you know, the, the carbonated water and whatever through it to make the pop. Some of those, you know, big bibs, beverage in a bag is what they call it, would expire. And when they expired, we would literally just go to the big drain in like one of the cleaning rooms and like stab them and like <laughs> gut them and just run water and just run it down the sink, this syrup. Uh, so we knew we had to do a bunch of it, and we there's a bunch of different flavors of pop, and we were just like, oh, well, why don't we take a couple of Tupperwares and get some, <laughs> like, whatever syrup, uh, put it on our Eggo waffles and stuff at home. And we said, like, have you ever had fucking orange crush syrup on your Eggo? <laughs> that sounds like it would. <laughs> it's this so kiss, oh, we missed good. the kiss. But, like, orange, was, it was good. I'm glad orange that you, I'm glad that, that story ends with it was good, because I was worried. Some 7-Up syrup? Oh, man. 7-Up would be good. I'm telling you. Root beer? Mm. Syrup? Yeah. Now, are these like Eggo waffles or kind of like just any no waffle name, you can no get? Frills. No name? Yeah. Uh, no, man. Eggo. Eggo for sure. But I remember in university, buying tons of those no-frills. Yeah. I think I feel like everyone <laughs> gets there at some point. When you when I'm living with my parents, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eggo waffles, obviously. Yeah. You're on your own. Yeah. Whatever. No whatever works. <laughs> Did you like the square waffles? Square like you waffles. still get frozen. Yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. I know. No, I like. The I, I I went like back and forth. I I would, I would be like, there would be like a week where I'd be like, only square. Those ones taste better. Then I'd be like, no, like the the discs are better. And I'm, I probably if I went back to test this out, it'd just all be the same, They're and it would it wouldn't matter. <laughs> like, I'm picky. Don't <laughs> triangles. I'm like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was eating it. It wasn't like I was shoving them back in my mom's face. Like, no, thank you to this disc. I just in my head would be eating it and be like, imagine if this was one of those square ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never really thought about that. Do you like pizza better in squares or as a slice? Ultimately, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> how angry he is about that. They, they change his voice. Just so yeah, he just has so like much... a leprechaun. Excellent. Um, I prefer slice, but I'll have square. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I mean, I just love pizza. The, yeah. It's not at the level of waffle where I'm like, I gotta have it a certain way. Like pizza is amazing. I have a friend uh, that recently got a tattoo, 
on her leg of a, a slice. slice of pizza with like legs with like gams mm. and like arms and just like waving it just like is it a pepperoni slice it sure is oh yeah <laughs> that's the most personality <sighs> it's a great tattoo on a mega babe do i know who she is no yeah it's fine man it doesn't matter uh she's a rock star though oh her and i can kind of relate everyone's a rock star <laughs> at, at a certain level what did you think about the other rock stars at the Kajunga show? Kojo. Uh, I'm always who, a fan of Leighton Bane. Oh, yeah, Leighton Bane's great. Uh, but yeah, Kojo killed it again. Yeah. Although when he played Corporate Man, I had some lyrics I thought that should have been in the song that weren't in the song. Mostly because really? I've, I've never heard the song before. Oh, but that song is great. has got such an intro. Don't, yeah, it's an amazing song. But the intro so long that I just started making up my own lyrics and thought, like, there's no way this doesn't somewhat resemble the actual lyrics. And I was just way off. Yeah. Kojo, his oh man, his music's so good. I love when oh, I love hearing him play live. I think uh, him and I even talked a little bit about maybe us going down and playing in Hamilton. I would love that. But not for him. Me too. I would love to play in Hamilton. Um, his bass player and I had a moment where I was trying oh. to get um my clothes from behind her while she was trying to tune and get ready, and yeah. I felt like I was just really bothering her. But she treated it. She treated me so kindly that I was like. I hope nothing but good things happen for you because that you could have been a real. She was one of the nicest people I talked to all night. Yeah, like she I could think. have just been so mean to me. Not mean, even. She would have been well within her rights to just kind of be like, leave me alone. And not to mention a fantastic bass player. Yep. yep. I saw Nikki Ace checking her out. Not Ooh. not like checking her out, but checking but he out was like, her he bass was like, skills. Oh, I, yeah. I know what I got to do. I went, I went and asked her. I said, like, oh, Nikki, did you see this? And he's like, yeah, pretty good. I was like, yeah, you bet. Competition. Reminded me the competitive of competitive uh, spirit at the very least. There's a totally Babely bass player, Tal Winkenfeld. He plays with like Jeff Beck. She is You just said a bunch of things I don't know about. Okay. Well, there is she reminded me of this mega Babely bass right. player called Tal Winkenfeld, I believe, and she's an amazing young, attractive female bass player. And bass players are hard enough to find yeah, on their own. As we know. Let alone a unicorn like that. <laughs> uh, is that a different band, though, from last year when Kojo yeah, played? Yeah, I, was I, like, I feel like he switched it up a bit. I think Kojo's, he's always a collective. He's always got oh, okay. musicians. So kinda... it's like you're, you're coming for Kojo, yeah. and then he's going to have like a collective of artists, like yeah, a rotating door a... type thing. Great band. He's, he's had the same drummer for a while. He's great. He's a great drummer. He didn't look happy to be there, but that might just be his game face. Yeah, I think that's his game face. I think everyone was happy to be there. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. Everyone loves it. And Leighton Bane. I love Leighton Bane. Yeah, well, I'm a exactly. big fan. His songs, he's just a songwriter. He's a, he shouldn't have been throwing those CDs, but yeah. Oh, yeah, he did throw that CD. <laughs> no, he did it more than, more than once. Oh, yeah. Wow. He learned his lesson on the very last one. Of course. He's like, why don't you just come to the front? And I'm like, yeah, there you go. Of course. Well, you got to get your music out there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not knocking him for handing out his music. Yeah. I was like, maybe you learn from the first time that throwing that thing out there and maybe catching someone in the eye isn't the best thing. That's fair. Okay, well, I loved his performance anyway. Yeah, you know, he's always got a great performance. I don't think we've ever had a not good opener. No, never. You, you know how to pick the opener. Well, it's a junga show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was lots of happy people in there. Although I did, on the negative side, hear that there were some people that couldn't get in. Yeah, 
I guess you, we gotta apologize. I'm. Uh, apologize. My cousin got kicked out, and then kicked out, and then got brought back in. I told the out? story in the mess in the group, but he, like everyone who basically made it in after ten o'clock, Came had to come in door. through the side door. So the guy saw him do that and ma- tried to make an example of him and pulled him out. And then was like, oh, man, like, sorry, I just had to make an example out of you. You seem like a reasonably good guy. Uh, and then uh, my cousin, because he was a bouncer, was like, no, don't worry about it. Like, I understand. I, I work at the Brunny. And the guy's like, you work at the Brunny? Oh, do you know this person? This person? He's like, man, look, come back in. Come back in. And I was like, <laughs> way, to, way to work that situation. But I, I've seen that. There's like a brotherhood of bouncers. And you, yeah. you kind that's your trump card of like. Like one time we were trying to get into a place. I think it was just like a St. Louis on Spadina. And they were like, no, no one else. And my cousin was just like, come on, man. I'd let you into my place. And it was close enough to Brunswick House. That the guy was like, oh, Brunswick House? All right, come on in, man. Yeah. Hey, when I used to work at the movie theater, we used to have a Harvey's. Right beside. Mm. We'd always go over just like, oh, hey. You, you worked at that? Yeah. Well, we, we, we'd go over. My dad's say, favorite movie theater. Here, here's a bunch of movie tickets. They'd say, here, here's a bunch of free burger vouchers. Amazing. Simple. Boom. You That's come great. into the movies, we'll go eat your burgers. That's excellent. Yeah. I do like that place. It's reasonably priced. Um, Harvey's? No. no. The movie, the movie theater. theater. Okay. <laughs> Harvey's used to be reasonably priced. I don't think it's reasonably priced anymore. Well, you got to have coops. But they, yeah. <laughs> but they did have like pizza burgers at a one point. And I oh, almost yeah. wanted to go and try it, but I couldn't, I couldn't muster the uh, strength it would take to eat that and still have like a relatively <laughs> good stomach afterwards yeah well, i like to go when i'm in ottawa on elgin street where the prime minister huh. Chen used to go i've only They're been like to ottawa Harvey's. once what uh and uh <laughs> when i was That's there fucked up. are you kidding <laughs> yeah only once are you joking no i went with pauline we, we were we made a thing of like we've never been to our nation's capital we gotta go and we what? went and then like four or five times a year man that's crazy a guy was getting a hooker in front of like when we were checking and a guy was like where what street i don't remember i'm sorry what hotel are you saying it oh shit hold on this is my favorite part of the movie all right oh yeah the friendship stone (laughs) feel that kick-ass time capsule put a buttload of things (laughs) in there uh i'm gonna look up (laughs) daniel it's a friendship stone like how giddy they get together, Let's it's blow hilarious. On it. <laughs> Let's blow on you it. You blow first. <laughs> then he goes. <laughs> At first, I thought <laughs> and then he throws it. In. <laughs> I thought he was trying to kiss her, but he was just having a good time. He was having a great time. <laughs> There's no like, it's not a sexual thing at all. He's just like something else that I did uh, for this movie for a long time, for months. Is, uh, there's this little street, a very nondescript little street, not too far from the Sky Dome, from the convention center. I worked at the convention center for lots of events. I would go back and forth from my place to there and walk down this little street. I guess somebody had broken, like, you know, a vase or, or something that there were a bunch of little, just those little transparent, <laughs> like, marbles <laughs> things. <laughs> I, can't, I love where this is going. And anyways, so, I mean, I, I guess somebody originally cleaned it up, but just kind of in the little kind of hidden areas and, you know, just the, the, the unsweeped areas, there would be all these, what, what I called friendship stones. <laughs> like all over the place. Every time I would walk down the street, I would, I'd, and I saw one out of the corner of my eyes, I was always looking for them. I'd be like, 
Oh, a friendship stone. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then I take them, and when I'm partying with friends, <laughs> I pull it out of my pocket and go, hey, look, a friendship stone. You, you tell them blow to blow on yeah, it. Nice. And nice. then I always throw it away and go, <laughs> I want to be there next time that happens. Um, just to finish uh, that story, I don't know where that hotel was, but I have a picture of it, but I don't remember where it was. Also, uh, so a guy was bringing a hooker in, okay. and I guess that made the um, person at the front kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. So when I c- came up with Pauline, I guess she just was like, but pointing at Pauline, like, you're staying though, right? Like, you gonna, like you two are to- actually together. And I was like, what a weird. And then we got in the ho- elevator with the guy and realized what was going on. I'm like, oh, still seems like none of her business, but okay. <laughs> Uh, so is this in downtown Ottawa? I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to picture wh- where this is. Because I know Ottawa really well. I love Ottawa. I don't know Ottawa very well. I, man, I wish I tagged it on Was Instagram. it close was to Parliament? Was it close to... Yeah, we could walk to Parliament. We walked... Okay, well, we, that's, that's everywhere in Ottawa. Well, well, there. let's see. This is the thing. I don't know. It was a 10 to 15 minute walk to Parliament. Okay. And we had to walk south. No. And you would have been staying in the water. But all right, then we walked. Did you north. stay in Gatineau? Probably. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, man. Did you stay in Quebec or did you stay in oh, Ontario? Oh no, 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 Ontario. Okay, so it's pretty much we as north as you Gatineau. can get. Oh, okay, well there we so, go. So you came from the south. Man. Okay. I'm um, bad at directions. <laughs> so past this. I like this song and I like what that he used the blow dart. Uh I needed to know though. Did you think he pooed and then dipped the darts, or the poo was already there? Because it looks very fresh. The poo was already there. Oh, it looked really fresh. Dog poo. But I never thought about that before. Okay, this is one of my favorite lines. The yeah, whole this... movie. This is actually my Twitter explanation. My little Twitter thing. I'm not gonna ruin it for people, but I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah. Because she asks him, she's like at a book signing. She's like, "Oh, I'd love to walk around in that yeah. plane." Yeah. <laughs> find out it's dark and secret. <laughs> he comes back. He's like, <laughs> "No, here it comes." I'm, re- I'm <laughs> my, reading it as he's saying it. Landscape of mystery and thrill. A place where even the bravest of travelers are shaken by its geysers of original thought. <laughs> I didn't. Re- I love his little sign off, <laughs> but like, I didn't realize he said geysers of original thought. I don't know what I thought he said. That's amazing. This is great. Old, not dusty, sticking up for himself. What's his name? Benjamin. There's one of these guys who's who's in the, uh, he's, he's one of the fans who's lined up, who's dressed up. Um, and they pan to him just for this one line in the whole movie. But I swear, it looks just like Patrick Sweeney. Oh, man. It's is it just, coming up? Yeah, it's coming up. I'll, I'll show you. <laughs> and he just has one line. He just goes, awesome. And when I look at him, I'm just like... <laughs> Pat Sweeney oh, loved when we uh, when you guys performed the Don't Wake Daddy. Yeah. Don't Wake Daddy. It was great. It was a great moment because you you foretold that he would lose his mind oh, I knew and he pushed it. someone out of the way to go to the to front and rock out and it was great. When we played that song, it was pretty not too obscure, I don't think, but no, a good group of people understood. I, I guess group, a good group of people I know understood yeah. what was going on. And it's uh, oh man, it was great. It felt great to play. Ned sounded amazing on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Nicky Ace on the bass. Yeah, that was a beautiful, beautiful moment. That was good. Well, I'm glad Patrick Sooney was there to enjoy it. And he got a shout out. And he got a shout out. 
which I feel uh, like he had the best him. night of everyone. Yeah, I think he did have a good. Night. I hope so. Well, there's a lot of people there. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't speak for everyone. I had a. Is it that tall on. guy with the blonde wig? Yeah. Yeah, I I saw him. Yeah, so so at this point, Chevalier knows that. Oh I, yeah, uh, I think we missed it. I, I, I think we missed the little part. Well, I saw the guy where he says awesome. Just one little panel. Benjamin has outed. Oh no, 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 no he no. hasn't yet. He's, this is it because he says and a, this guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does like I kind of want to ask Sweet if he knows that guy. <laughs> it does look like him. Uh, that's excellent. I love that he hits him with it. Yeah, he hits him with the pillow, <laughs> and it looks like a dick if you just see the shape of it. And he's like, God <laughs> sees him. Yeah, sees him, <laughs> but always be gentle. <laughs> no, leniency. Oh, leniency. Always leniency. <laughs> Excellent. So good. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, it's, yeah, it is. I, I can't believe I didn't like it the first time around. What an idiot. We gotta give some some shout outs, I think, to people who who came out to the Kajunga show. Yep. Uh there's a, a Michelle, a thank you. Not the one you're thinking of. There's a different uh, Michelle. Elena. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Thank you. Yeah. I really liked uh Bajoni's teacher buddies. I never know which ones are the teacher buddies. Oh, they're great. because there's sometimes it's like because didn't he work for like Team Buy or something? Oh, I don't know. Do maybe. they even come out still? No, they, they used to love the they used shows. To, they used to come out in hordes. They used to dig it. They used yeah. to get real drunk. Uh, thanks, Tom Jordan. He really... Tommy Jordan? Yeah, he got in my face about having not having enough Saturday shows. And I was like, well... Yeah, because he's It's not completely working. up to us, yeah. but I'm glad you can make it out. Yeah. It was all, all the regular guys. All the guys that were on the album, too. Yeah, they were there. They were all there. That was good. There's a buddy that's been coming out. A buddy that went down to Mac. Um... You remember when we lived across the street from each other on Hollywood? I do remember, yeah. The, the next street over, we had a big house of buddies of ours. You probably saw them at shows or whatever. But they had like a backyard that almost put onto ours, but they were on the next street over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a guy named Chaps, and he's been coming to all the shows, and he collects the buttons from all the shows. Really? And at each show, he wears them all like they're badges, you know, like he's like huh. a military guy. So he comes with, you know, it was like five buttons on, because he's been to all five shows. And I said, you know what? You're going to be the button inspector. So I made a special button for him that said button inspector. You did bring that up, but I thought you were joking. Like no. when we were on stage, you're like, Hey, has everyone been inspected by the button? inspector?" Yeah. The button. Inspector. I thought it was a joke. No, 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 it's not a joke. So I told chaps like, you're going to be the official button inspector. <laughs> and I'd like, you know, we talked a bit beforehand. He's like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, I want you to ask people about their buttons and why they chose them. Cause one of the things I really like about the Kajunga show, and I know other people really like it too, is everybody gets a button when they come in. Yeah. And you know what? Even that kind of helps the, the uh, doorman. Remember? Yeah. He's like, oh, I know the people who've been in because they're all wearing a fucking button. Oh, that is a good idea. Because I remember people who would go like, <laughs> who were well, waiting out stamps, in line, but, you get a- but they would go and someone would bring them out a couple buttons and then they would get in. Smart. Yeah. So it's like button um, policy. I want to get back to the button thing, but I just wanted to acknowledge that the scene that I really liked where the mom comes to him in jail and is like, and oh, I, I used to send you a your popcorn car. <laughs> we she couldn't get the car and it's like, well, I'll give it to you later. But the more important thing of like, yeah. hey, I uh, sent your stuff to the, I don't know what it's called. The Writers Guild. Called, yeah, Writers Guild. and Copyright all your stuff. Or and I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Because like, 
she's never a bad mom, but you get the sense that he's kind of like, man, you're really uh, yeah. not pulling your weight. And you're like, nope, she was doing it the whole time. And then Yeast Lords gets its Yeast proper Lords. <laughs> So good. You know what? I, I also feel about Sam Rockwell in this film, that he pretty much plays the exact character as he does in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide yeah. to the Galaxy, where he's, he's the president Siebelbrocks or something. Siebelbrocks. I don't know <laughs> the character but I do. And he's so hilarious. He pretty much plays the same character. I do like him a lot. In Which is movie. a great character. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and, they're, uh, and they're riding battle stags through the air. Like, this is like when I, you know, try, you know, having a good time with stuff. And, you know, you dream. And this is your dream. Oh, this is my dream. Space pirates and shit and explosions in outer space. I love it. I have very, they're not boring in the moment, but I've got very boring dreams because they're so, like, only things that could happen in real life. Really? Yeah, I don't have dreams like this. Okay, because this is all I got. This is my entire. I used to have a lot of flying dreams. Like, I love like a lot of like dreams. and like battles, like stuff like where like swords and stuff. But like, uh, I guess in my old age, I can only be like, "Oh, that's true. I do have to pay rent tomorrow." That's yeah. Well. So you dream about <laughs> paying rent? <laughs> yeah. Or like, oh boy, you know, tomorrow at work, this is gonna have to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. No, I don't like it at all. Anxiety dreams. That's pretty much what they amount to in anxiety dreams. I I want to go back to a time where dreams are uh, uh, fantastical, mm. especially this the. I feel like the last cool dream I remember was that um, the TTC was actually like proper locomotive locomotives and like like it, like, like you, steam engines. Yeah, they? like steam engines. I couldn't get that out. Locomotives and uh, like I was like running on top of them. And like jumping from station to station, I don't know. I don't know the logistics, but it was a like crazy dream logic where it, like I knew all the like nooks and crannies of stations yeah. where you could like jump to different trains and do cool things. Parkour. Yeah, it was like that. Only I'm not. I still, you know, my limited brain capacity still was like, but you know, you can't really jump that far and high. <laughs> so like I'm still on top of them, running at my normal speed and like yeah. jumping down and picking up the courage to you know jump from here to there. It was a great time in that dream. I don't really know what I was getting at with that dream, but no, hey, I, I want those dreams back. Dreams are always fun to discuss. I think uh, I think this movie's almost ending now. It most certainly is. We should wrap this up. <laughs> you're you're done with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You don't like sitting through the credits and seeing what might or may not happen. Yeah, yeah, we, we can do that for sure. There's a lot I want to get covered. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, back to the button thing, which I do think is important. Because oh, yeah. I didn't know this was a thing you were doing, and now I feel left out because no one inspected my button. Mm. I did speak with chaps. I think you may like, have... Did, did he not inspect your button? No. Oh, okay, well... It could be that I, I had that. a... I had a. I think you had a pass. I think I... I think if you're in the band, yeah. I think no one's... He's not going to question you. Because, uh... And God bless the Cameron House, and they've... You know, oh yeah, they've been good us, to us. They've been good to us over the years. Um, the 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 poor lady that worked the bar, the beautiful young lady that worked the bar oh. at the back, she was great, and she'd done it the year before. And when she came to get her button, she's like, "Oh well, last year I got this kind of button." I was like, "Oh yeah, you were here last year." She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Uh, and she she picked one of the buttons that. And what I like about it is I love 
knowing what people pick as their button because I make every single one of those. Yeah. Buttons. Oh, I oh I know. And I just like and it's always really interests me what I you know when people take them why they would take them and what your reasoning was. And she took one that I was just like as soon as she took it I was like you're a babe. <laughs> like, like you are a mega babe. I don't remember what her reasoning was, but I remember her vocalizing what the reason was for taking it. Yeah, it it was awesome. And she was great and she worked so hard on that yeah. like cuz our friends are thirsty yeah. dicks and she didn't have to worry about um sick with a nasty money sick wicked and nasty money oh yeah well there was some, some people try to pass that off but there was not some distributed year. but it wasn't big i think people now know it's a keepsake and not something to trifle with yeah well when uh president-elect trump won that election <laughs> the value of sick wicked and nasty dollars skyrocketed skyrocketed oh, of course it did um I, I i actually have a couple orders Oh really? A couple orders to buy some of the currency, or negotiations. Yeah, seems it's becoming oh, popular. Nice. And I think I would accept uh, Sick Wicked and Nasty dollars if you wanted to buy a copy of Sick Wicked and Nasty Subtle but Tasty. Um, really? Oh, okay. That's nice. I would accept. Sick so it's Wicked like Nasty Canadian dollars. Tire money. Yeah, exactly. But you can only really buy it. I I, I would accept that if you wanted only to, the album though. If you wanted to get into the yeah, only the physical copy. Yeah, album. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we can't we can't really control the internet, even though I put in a specific price. It seems to be yeah, different prices everywhere. Well, anyways, if you uh, are one of those very few people that happen to have it a pays hold to on hold to the, on to that does pay to hold on to that stuff. Simon McColl knows that. I think he's got the most of it. I think he's like the wealthiest. He hasn't. He didn't come to the last one, but he's still. I mean, he doesn't need to. He probably knows he's got the most. Oh yeah, he's got tons. He's a He's on the yeah. The, he's on it. The thousand mark. Like, There's Kevin, Simon, and Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. yeah, Andy Beach. Once again, he was killing it at the show. He was the mosh pit, I think. I feel like we had an awkward interaction, uh, Andrew and I, and I wanted to clear that up on this podcast that I know he listens to. He was telling me how talented he thought I was, and I was like, I'm getting uncomfortable, and so I kind of just left. But like, just know that I do appreciate that compliment um but you caught me at a bad time i'm sorry <laughs> we we're at the end of the night like I was, we were some of the last people there and he's like come on tristan like come get into some trouble with me i was oh. just like i gotta go <laughs> yeah he'll get into some trouble oh yeah i know yeah you can't you can't uh, yeah no I, I did not well i'll get into some trouble with him sometime. him and my uh cousin ryan once um, parlayed their Kajunga night into a, a night of drinking and club hopping. And it got good, I'm sure. Yeah. Even Aiden had to drop out at a certain point. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and Aiden's down to party. Yeah. And he was kind of like, well, this is where I say goodbye. That's crazy. Everyone knows the people we're talking about, and everyone gets how funny it is. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so they really did film in Utah. Good for them. Oh, yeah. That's why it's so clean cut. Oh, no, I just figured, like, they could still film it in California and just say that it's Utah. No, I think it's part of the their film industry out there. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they actually were in Utah. Um, I assume that means that Napoleon Dynamite was in Utah? Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I don't know what other movies he did, but the point is, this is a good movie. And if you don't like it at first, definitely give it another try. That's, that's my takeaway. Yeah. 
Or, or just walk it, it. E- watch it every day for weeks. Yeah, watch it every day for a couple months. And then this last scene. I didn't even know the scene existed. Yeah. So he's uh, making a homemade glue oh, so he can hair. cut off some of his hair and give it to her. What a beautiful moment. And he rubs it into her scalp. Yep. And he gets out his. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. What a thoughtful person. And there's... Like a mother wolf. Uh, yeah. Pelt. Well. Another, uh, (laughs) nothing for the brother, I see. Nothing for the brother. Uh, Are they finally going to get that kiss going? Nice. Yeah. And then he gives her a good, ooh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that happened. I don't (laughs) Then he licks her face and then the movie ends. That's excellent. That's the best way to end. I'm glad we stayed till the end because I did not know that was happening. I was well, I was ready to be like, good Ooh, night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to quit video playback, baby. Yeah. So that's, that's a really good movie. Yeah, it is way better than I thought it was, yeah. especially for, for watching it two times in one day. Yeah. Um, next time, though, we got to do the Love Guru. Well, I'm glad. Guys. I'm glad that's a thing. You know, I mean, I was I was ready to root for that movie, and maybe I'll find something I like about it the second time. <laughs> There's so many good parts in that movie. Nah, nah. Oh man, I sat around. We watched it at the cottage this summer with my father-in-law, and he's just like, he's a knee slapper, man. Like he like he will sit there and he'll just like he laughs so. You watch Zoolander with that guy, and he's just like dying. Zoolander's got some. We good watched jokes. something about Mary with him too, and he just loses. Another it. another uh, like big slapstick, just like really funny. My movie. dad loves something about Mary. <laughs> it's, a great it's a great movie. movie. Yeah, as someone who identifies as a not a uh, Ben Stiller fan, I those two movies, Zoolander and Something About Mary, are top notch in my books. Yeah. <laughs> Was it the Frank of the Beans? <laughs> Well, how'd you get the how'd you get the beans above Frank? <laughs> ah, that guy's got such a great voice. I wish I could do it properly, and I never remember if it's David Craig or Craig Dave. No, I don't remember now. Uh, yeah, David Keith, Keith David. I got One a few two. accents I'm trying to work on, but uh, save it for the Love Guru, or yeah. give us a little taste now. No, 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 no. All no, right, no tasty. all right. Speaking of tasty, have you been to that place up the street? That Indian place? Never. Okay, I went there, and it was it was <laughs> samosas. I'm not were joking. Good. I'm not. They have samosas. Yeah, you should try them. Just give them a go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the samosas. Kevin loves them. I just moved from downtown. Yeah, where I had access to the best of like everything. And now I moved to this neighborhood, and it's just like you spit this shit out. You, we'll see. Now you know how I feel. Yeah, okay. I was, I was out west too. Yeah. Okay, I got you. <laughs> okay, well, what else do we want to say about? Well, we just want to make sure that people understand that they need to get this album. Yeah, subtle but tasty. By I, sick, wicked, and nasty. Yeah, I don't think your life is going to be fulfilled. Uh, you're not going to be successful. I don't think you're ever going to smell clean unless you get this album. <laughs> Those are that's true. That's just the way it is. The song we did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of connections. I wish I knew how to speak English properly. Uh, ten ten songs. None of them are worth skipping. Listen. No, to it oh, all. It's, it's, it's like a half an hour out of your day, not even out of your day, a part of your day, a half an hour part of your day, yeah. where you can just go on a vacation, yeah, come on something, yeah, then thank the Lord that the God loves the funky artist, yeah, but then, but then lose. You'll be losing yourself you'll, and you losing yourself or something. <laughs> um, that will take you back to school with kindergarten. With kindergarten, but then 
which will make you go the wrong way You'll on Ritzer, the wrong obviously. way. But it's okay because you, you want to go that way. Because it's away from your mother wolf. Away from your mother wolf. And we suggest that you hire fire. Yeah. We can, we, yeah. And then that's a great album. Yeah. Excellent album. So don't forget tdfeverything.com slash sickwickednasty. And also contact one of the, well, yeah. There's more than five band members, but just contact your people. one of us. Yeah. And uh, get get familiar with this album. Definitely. Online and in your hand. Yeah. All right. Well, Tristan, we always shake hands at the end. Yeah. Thank you very much. And thank you for not having a clammy hand. Uh, You'd be surprised at how many people. Because they're so nervous to be on this show. Yeah. it's. But I walked a block to get here. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have said anything. People might feel take some umbrage with that. All right. Well, good night, everybody. Good night. Good morning, because you might be listening to this right when it comes out today. All right, well, whenever you listen to this, have a good whatever time of day it is. This has been a TDF Everything dot Tumblr dot com production. You feel me, blood? <laughs>